Hello, we are the Eliminators. I am Ty Sugan. And I'm Steampunk Yu-Gi-Oh! And the topic for today's podcast... Chaos Ruler, the Chaotic Magical Dragon. How good is he? Answer, very good. But how is... (laughs) But how easy is he to make? I mean, you got your Rocket Tracer, and you got your Shiranui Solitaire, and you got your other one-card sort of men, but none of them are really particularly searchable or and or lock you into things that you would rather not be locked into. Um, I think the best one is probably, like, Either the Shiranui one, because it's just straight up one card, or um, Rocket Tracer, in that you have Quick Launch as another means to that. Alright, so let's talk about that. You said the Shiranui Solitaire. That's a really classic way of going for Chaos Ruler. You send your Mizuki with the Unizombie, you get off of Solitaire, bring back to Solitaire, and you make the Chaos Ruler milling five cards and getting something spicy to your hand. The problem being is that Unizombie locks you into zombies, uh, only able to attack for the turn. And unless you have Zombie World, you can't really, like, kill them. Yeah. This is effective turn one because you don't care. But it gets progressively worse as the game goes on if you're not playing Zombie World. Now, would you be playing Zombie World in a deck with Unizombie? Sure. But I want to make Chaos Ruler in other decks. Yeah, that's really the biggest problem. Well, one of the two big problems with Solitaire. Um, The other problem being that, uh, as previously mentioned, it's not really able to be tutored very effectively. It's either draw Solitaire and do your combo, or sit there and cry uh, that you can't. And Solitaire's three cards, and I'm guessing you're playing a 40-card deck and drawing a three of consistently uh like solitaire and not the unizombie because like with three solitaire you're only playing like what two or three unizombie and like unizombie does legit stone cold nothing by himself yeah if If you're playing a 40 card deck assuming none of the upstart goblin draw card shenanigans that muddy up the opening hand math you're looking at something like a 35 percent chance or so to open at least one solitaire which i mean that's not bad but it's also not great whenever you realize that it means in your standard match best of three you only have a chance of seeing it one out of those three games or one out of every match you play and can we also talk about how much of a brick mizuki actually is you never want to normal summon this guy You'd rather summon his brother, Gozuki, and that's not even like a one-card Chaos Ruler. He's just like, I send a zombie to the graveyard. Hey, man, lay off Mizuki. I like him. He's a good man. I like Mizuki, too, but I don't like normal summoning him. That's a fair point. And so then you look at the other problem with um, Rocket Tracer, the other popular one, and... Well, Rocket uh, Tracer isn't really a one-card Chaos Ruler... Um, self-contained. No, you have to be able to pop a card you control, which... And it has to be a face-up card. 
Yeah, please, please stop reminding me of that. I <laughs> I have mis- made that mistake too many times, and I just don't want to talk about it. Um, but what I do want to talk about is that everyone loves hand traps, and in a format where opening a lot of hand traps is typically really important, having to burn a card in your hand is um, middling to be able to get your combo off. Now, in certain decks like Dragon Ruler... Uh, not Dragon Ruler. Why do I... I'm, I'm literally the worst. Uh, Dragon Link, uh, they don't really care. Like, you can pop spent Boot Sector launches. You can pop spent Ravines. All that fun stuff that everyone loves. Uh, Gar- or Dragon uh, is another one that can, you can pop. Um, but in a deck that just wants to summon Chaos Ruler just because everyone loves Chaos Ruler, um, there's a good chance you actually don't have just a free card to destroy that um, Dragon Link does have. So, like, And that's just a, a benefit from Tracer's type, and I guess Chaos Ruler's type and attribute, because he is both Dragon and Dark, so you could effectively summon him under Tracer's uh, restrictions and of course dragon link gives you access to a ton of extenders like world legacy guard dragon boot sector launch quick launch and stuff like that and you can also uh make chaos ruler with rocket synchron and absorado dragon uh who can search you a tracer and stuff like that but that's just dragon link and dragon link does well on its own making one chaos ruler and not really caring about what they're milling. They just want that free extra card. Um, I think it's all about the selection. It's almost like drawing five cards. Uh, summoning a Chaos Roar in Dragon Link. Because you're well, going to be milling plenty of like things that don't do anything like Black Metal Dragons and Phantasmes. Um, well, that's clearly the advantage of Chaos Ruler. Is the, I'm able to mill up to four card I mean up to five cards usually four and pick one and it's super great graveyard setup in a world where you have basically every deck under the sun playing some form or another with their graveyard like you have eldritch that loves their graveyard loaded you have dragon link that will do anything it wants to regardless you have uh Tri-Brigade, which you're never going to play uh, Chaos Ruler in Tri-Brigade, but Tri-Brigade does love having its graveyard set up. Um, In the past years, you had stuff like Orcist that also loved to have cards in the graveyard. Um, Sky Striker that loved, uh, for better or worse, having all the spells in the graveyard. And again, not all of these are things that you're going to play Chaos Ruler in, but it's a clear example or a clear trend that shows the direction that the game's currently in, in that it's the graveyard is the second hand. And that's just how it is. Um, I'm trying to think of currently uh, other meta decks at the moment that don't really care about the graveyard and thus actually don't do anything with it. And the only one I can 
really think of, and it's not even a great example, would be like VW, but VW does. Virtual World loves the graveyard too, just not as much as other decks. The same could be said for Drytron. Drytron fucking loves its uh, its graveyard. It's, it's secondhand. It's, oh, I have all my great Drytrons in the graveyard. Let me tribute off a man and just keep going. It's so good. Um, so, ignoring my rant that everyone should already know, um, the ability to throw Chaos Ruler in any deck is... Definitely a good one, but there's not a super good way to do it, as we've discussed. It's either Solitaire, which is effectively a 1 in 3 chance of drawing it. You you have uh, Rocket Tracer, which isn't good for a myriad of reasons, but the biggest being that it locks you into darks, and decks like Eldritch really like not that. So, like, uh, Rocket Tracer is also a part of Dragon Link, as we explained. But Dragon Link is currently evolving with the release of Remus and, like, uh, the new Dragoonity support, like, uh, Legitus. Um... They're going to be shying away from Chaos Roar, I believe, because Remus pretty much lets you do whatever you want in a dragon deck, uh, provided you play things like Ravine, which you are already playing. And uh, if you, you can play Gadierg and just tutor things you want to throw in the graveyard and just extend that way, and that doesn't lock you into your extra deck at all. And you could make Chaos Roar that way, but I really don't know why you'd want to, as opposed to like just comboing up that way. Yeah, Dragon Link and all the dragon toolboxes that it's getting is quite, um, I don't want to say frustrating, but as a Drytron player, it is quite frustrating because they, they, they hurt my deck and they hurt Ad Emancipator before my before and all this stuff, and yet Dragon Link is still a deck that exists, and I'm sure this is something that everyone has thought multiple times. But uh, I don't want to. I don't want to really think about Dragon Link too much more, if I'm allowed to be honest. Well, okay. Let's go to more ways to getting to that Chaos Ruler. So Tracer has like six different ways: Quick Launch and Tracer itself, plus an yep. additional card that you need to pop. So so those... we're go- so now we're going to eight ways to be able to go into your one card Chaos Ruler. And at the cost of only being able to summon Synchro Monsters from the extra deck, you could, you know, add three more ways to that five ways to make it eight ways. And I'm talking about the Assault Mode support cards. Namely, Psy Reflector and Assault Sentinel. Um, I love how it still has the Japanese uh, name for it on uh, Edo Pro. Really, really bringing home the updates there <laughs> mr assault sentinel i mean the sniper i mean sentinel i mean uh, we don't know what he is uh <laughs> we don't but know. we do know what he does you can lone fire blossom him off to get a monster from your deck uh or hand and special summon it that lists assault mode activate and of course it's going to be your psi reflector now psi reflector searches the assault beast who discards himself to add assault mode activate 
And at this point, you can use Cyreflector's effect to reveal that Assault Mode Activate to summon the Assault Beast from your graveyard and making it level 7. So that makes the Instant Chaos Ruler. The problem with this line, and of course you can play Fire Formation Tanky to search Assault Sentinel, Sniper, whatever you want to call it, because it's a Beast Warrior, or you can search Assault Beast. Um, and you can also play Emergency Teleport to get the Cyreflector. The problem with these cards are that uh, sniper or sentinel locks you into synchros. I would argue there's more than just those problems. Um, Assault uh, sentinel is really good at tutoring your um, psi reflector until you draw multiples and you're just sort of sitting there with cards that really don't do a whole lot for you. In the same vein, Drawing your Assault Beast is never fun. You can still do the full combo, but it's a lot less free, which um, is something that won't come up like 90% of the time, but I'm that super unlucky person that will have it come up on him, so I feel the need to point it out. So it uh, is. it is more wanted to play just the three Psy Reflectors, the one-for-one one to grab it, and the Teleport to grab it, and the one Assault Beast with the one Assault Mode Activate. And that puts your deck at a less percentage to make your one-card Chaos Ruler. And as previously said, the Synchro limitation is... From Assault Sentinel is a very big downside to his overall want to include, even if you can search him through multiple means. Yeah, so you then you can be like, oh, well, then I'll just play Psy Reflector, and that's fine. But then you're running into the problem of you can run three Psy Reflectors and E-Tally. So four and, ways to get to it. Uh, one for one as well. One for one as well, thank you. Um, so five ways to it that don't lock you into any sort of extra clock, um, which isn't bad, uh, but it is uh, still wanting. Um, it's, it's only two cards more than the Shiranui combo, and one of them requires an extra card, so it's not a one-card Chaos Ruler in that instance. Yeah. And we can talk about the fragility of one-for-one. One. If it gets hand-trapped like Ash Blossom, it would be just a two-for-one trade in your opponent's favor, and that always feels bad. Well, and that's another thing that's worth mentioning is if uh, Assault Sentinel gets ashed, you've burned your normal summon, uh, and you don't have anything to show for it. So when uh, you do have something to show for it, what do you want to mill in this deck? I say nothing. <laughs> well, uh, ideally you wouldn't be playing Psy <laughs> <Sky laughs> Reflector Turbo. <laughs> At a YCS and be like, this is my deck. It makes Chaos Ruler. It's like, okay, what are you trying to get? <laughs> and you just sort of sit Another there and say... Another <laughs> Yeah, like, eventually, eventually you have to want, want to get to a place. So as previously mentioned, uh, you know, let's take Eldritch, for example. Super popular at the moment. The path that you're getting to is either A, an Eldritch in your hand, or B, a million golden boy things in the graveyard. Now, would you play and... Eldritch spell and traps in the assault mode deck? Probably not. 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, you could, but you could. But I would question. I would question a lot about your life decisions. Uh, maybe, that's, maybe that's... if you were just playing the Psy Reflector package, but at that point, you're not gonna. You're playing. You're probably uh, playing like the Magic, uh, the Chaos Ruler version that played like Psy Reflector and Rocket Tracer. And like then you're just playing more cards than you need to to get to Chaos Dragon. And it's worth mentioning that um, this the Psy Reflector uh, package is the best it could be in Eldritch because the absolutely worthless Assault Mode Activate actually does something there in becomes fodder for Eldritch, uh, which is something. It is technically something. So. Um, yeah, that uh, in any in any other deck that you'd want to make Chaos Ruler, um, Assault Mode Activate does literally nothing. And if you're locked into Synchro Summons, you can't even pitch it for like a Nightmare Unicorn or Nightmare Phoenix uh, until your next turn. Well, I mean, you could uh, forego the Chaos Ruler and make Nightmare Phoenix that way, but I don't know why you'd want to. I'm a... Uh, I'm going to question a lot a lot of your decisions if you do that. And that build of Eldritch has proved to be not as powerful as like the grindier versions of Eldritch. Uh, the ones that can just like not throw a ton of traps into the graveyard because if you throw a ton of them into the graveyard, your opponent will just count the traps up and, you know, you'll be... You're burning, you're burning a lot of resources that Eldritch likes to have. And so, um, I don't know. It's it's something. And you'll also be milling a bunch of unwanted cards like tracers, quick launches, psi reflectors, of uh, and you know other things that you probably don't want to mill. Even though, like, you'd want to mill them in any other circumstance. You'd probably want to mill tracers or something in any other circumstance, but. All right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and say it because it needs to be said, and I've been looking at it for the past uh, twenty minutes or however long we've been going. Uh, please remove Jatu from our list of one card. Uh, <laughs> please. Well, well, you see. No. When, when I was just no when, no no, well, no no no. Let me make a let me make a case for Jatu. So the case for Jatu is this. I normal summon Jiaotu. Pitch two cards out of my hand. You have to pitch two opponent yeah, active, cards. Opponent activates impermanence. Congrats, that imperm was a two for one. The opponent activates effect failure. Congrats, that effect failure was a two for one. Opponent activates Ash Blossom. Congratulations, that was Ash Blossom was a two for one. On top of the fact that you're playing Yang Zings. No self-respecting deck in 2021 is going to be playing Yang Zings. So I agree with you. But if you remember, the Yang Zings tack on additional effects when they're used for Synchro Monsters. So, like, <sighs> you can summon both of these guys off Jiaotu and make okay, a ca- okay, Chaos okay, but, Ruler with them. Okay, but here's the thing, and this is, this is the important thing. Neither of those two additional effects really do anything... In this format, I'm unaffected by spells, <laughs> and can't be uh, control of them. Can't switch. Wow. Maybe last format 
where uh, Cyber Angel Natasha was running around, could you maybe make that work? But no. Just just no. Yeah, Jatsu would have just never not. gotten Herald yeah, no. of the Orange Light. No, just get, get it out of here. But, get it but out I, of mean, here. I mean, okay, so think of it this way. You can't tactical talents it either way. Look, man, if I'm going to be he honest with you... He just looks cool, okay? Look, man, <laughs> if I'm going to be honest with you... I'm gonna play if I'm playing Jiaotu, I'm gonna be playing Jiaotu, discarding two cards, summoning the level six one and the level one one, going into Chaos Ruler, and then going into Hot Red Abyss. I'm not going to be sitting on a can't be stolen and spell immune uh chaos ruler. I'm sorry, I'm just not. Well, and even then, I'm not going to be playing uh, Yang Zings in the Year of Our Lord 2021. I mean, you could absolutely search Path off Zephyrianu, right? And then, like, maybe draw three cards eventually when you get a third Yang Zing in the graveyard? Or draw two cards? No, you can't, because uh, Jiaotu doesn't do that. Uh, I mean, not uh, not Jiaotu. Uh, Zephyrianu doesn't do that. Jeff- uh, Zephyrianu is only on Pendulum Summon or when he's destroyed. Oh, so, okay. neither of those trigger... Um, well, it's a bad that. idea. <laughs> Jiao Tu is a bad idea. This is coming from someone who played Jiao Tu in the past in, Yang, in both Yang Zings and in Zephra. It is a bad idea. Don't do it. Please. Okay, please, maybe, please. maybe Jiao Tu isn't the best way to get to Chaos Ruler. Okay, funny jokes aside, um, let's talk about, let's talk about the thing that we have suspiciously been actually avoiding the whole time. So, the new way to get to Chaos Ruler, with the release of the new Sherry LeBlanc uh, support... Here, let me find the actual name of the set, so that people who don't watch the anime actually know what you're talking about. Duos of uh, of the Wind? No, that's some of them, but not all of them. That's it's not very any, that's, that's not any of these. That's not any of these cards. Yeah. No. They they these cards come out in Animation Chronicle 2021. Whatever that means. Well, it's a chronicle of the animation because I think it, one of these cards it, were used in the anime. They they all were. Oh. Um but that's not the point. Um So, the, moving the, the on. The point is that it's not um in the duelist du- of the wind, yeah, or whatever <laughs> the, the the legendary duelist uh, set is that contains the new wind cards. Yep. But let's talk about our getting there. So our starter is Noble Knight's Shieldbearer. This card is fantastic. You can banish him from your hand to add a level six or lower wind beast monster from your deck to your hand. That means I can summon, I can search uh, Crystal Beast, Sapphire, Pegasus, right? Yes, I think he's a beast. Is he a wing beast? No, he's he's absolutely a beast. Oh, but so I'm also going to say that that's not what we want to do here. We want to search. We want to make Chaos Ruler. So how are we going to do that? We search Horse of the Floral Knights, the other, the other man with the plan. So this horse is a level 3 wind beast monster, so you can absolutely search it. Of course, they were released together, so of course you could search them. Uh, search it off of the other one. So when it's normal summon, you can add a light noble knight monster from your deck to your hand. 
Uh, you can only use this effect once per turn, so you can only search once. If you activate double summon, you can't summon another one and search another noble knight, as good as that may seem. Its other effect is that you can use it as a polymerization and fuse it with another monster for a fusion monster. So The, the... third... Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. No, you can go ahead. So what do we search with this to enable that second effect? So we search Noble Knight's Spear Holder. He's a level 2, and his effect is, does it matter? Uh, when it's normal summoned or special summoned, you can target a level 8 or lower monster on the field, treat it as floor synchron, and treat it as a tuner. Uh, the adding an equip spell from your deck to your hand doesn't matter. So when we normal or special summon him, are we playing double summon to make a level 5 synchro? No. We're going to be using it as fusion material with the horse to make Centaur Mina. And Centaur Mina uh, basically can summon right back the Noble Knight Spearholder, triggering his effect and allowing you to make either the Spearholder himself or Centaur Mina a tuner. Now, Six plus two is eight, and congrats, we've reached Chaos Ruler. Now, note that neither Spearholder or Mina are a tuner, so you're going to have to activate the effect yeah spear unfortunately uh you can't search something else it's got to be spear holder um but it's not the end of the world i suppose um important to note as well uh centaur mina has a second effect which is uh if an opponent tries to activate a trap card you can negate the activation and then the trap card is reset um that will come up in situations where, say, someone tries to use impermanence or something. Uh, granted, imperm it, it relies on the opponent being bad and not imperming, say, the horse of the Floral Knights. I don't think I'd imperm the horse because it's just like a fusion spell. But again, it it depends on. There's a lot of surprise factor in this, right? Uh, yeah, and if you notice, all of our combo pieces, uh, two out of three. Are light. You have to banish the shield bearer, so he's gone for a little bit. But the Noble Knight and Mina are two light monsters, and light monsters nowadays are kind of hard to find that you want to throw in the graveyard. Most of them are dark monsters, so it's good to have light monsters in a combo for Chaos Ruler that can fuel his resurrection and stuff like that. So, so let's just count for a second. Uh... Because we we made a lot of we put a lot of emphasis on how many different ways there were to get to um, your one card combos. Like we said with Sheer Nui Solitary, it was draw him or bust. We talked about how with Rocket Tracer, it was Rocket Tracer, Quick Launch or bust. Psy um, uh, Reflector, uh, it was Sentinel Tenki. One for one, one. Itali and him, or bust. Uh, Noble Knight, Shield Bearer, and Horse of the Floral Knights, either of them act as starters. So that's six on their own, right there. Noble Knight, Shield Bearer is a Noble Knight card, and Noble Knights do have a search spell that is at three in the form of Chalice of the uh, Heritage of the Chalice. Um, So that puts us up to nine. It being a level 4 light warrior means that there's actually 10, because you have reinforcement of the army. 
So you can dedicate uh, a solid fourth of your deck, if you wanted to, to this combo of guaranteeing that you get off your um, Chaos Ruler. Which um, is pretty good. It's especially good considering... uh, None of the cards lock you into anything. None of the cards lock you into anything. Um, say you're only playing a single Noble Knight Spear Holder. Um, you can actually search uh, Shield Bearer after you've already done the combo once and then fuse with a Shield Bearer and the Horse and still get the full combo again, assuming you still have Spear Holder in the graveyard. So... You only have what you only have to have one garnet in the form of spearholder in your deck. You can search this. There are ten different ways to start it, um, which is super nice. And the only downside is that it requires your normal summon, which I would argue is not as big of a downside because most of the one card starters we've talked about. The true one-card starters that don't require, like, popping a card you control or what have you require your normal summon anyway. And you even... Uh, you, you still have to normal summon Jiao to Stop. Uh, like, the only one that really doesn't is Quick Launch and Rocket Tracer. Um, there's, I guess, one-for-one one in Itali on Reflector, but that's two cards out of... You know, however many you're playing, it's more often than not that you're going to end up burning your normal summon for it. So, burning your normal summon is unfortunate, but it's a much easier price to pay than other uh, than other restrictions could be. And and you and go you, first. And you can build a deck that you want to mill cards. With uh, this Chaos Roar combo, you can mill your Shield Bearer, and again, they are light monsters. So you can play Levianir's Light Mode, which is really good, or you know any any number of Chaos things that we'll get to later. But there are things that you can put in those thirty cards that you will willfully want to throw in the graveyard and not mind because you aren't locked into anything yet. Uh, you know the world's your oyster at that point. All you did was send five cards from your deck to the graveyard, and you can still do whatever you want. Yep. Uh, it's certainly something. Um, and depending on the decks that you build it in, like you said, you could play it in a Chaos variant um, where you just want everything sent to the graveyard at once. You could play it in a deck... That plays Eldritch. Again, we talked about how it might not be the most optimal variant, but well, everyone can do. Let's take a look at decks you can play it in, or things you can play with it. Let's do that. So, to start off, the generic support that was released alongside it, the Synchrons, like Floor Synchron and Necro Synchron, along with Synchro Dilemma and Tuning. So Tuning can search out a Synchron, so it searches for Floor Synchron or Necro Synchron, mills a card that's fine, and these cards act as level as additional level 2 tuners because Centaur Mina can special summon from the hand or graveyard. 
So if you have a level 2 tuner in your hand that's kind of stuck there, you can summon it out and synchro with it and make your Chaos Ruler. And these cards kind of just extend you further uh, past your Chaos Ruler play. Like Synchro Dilemma Special Summons a Synchron or you Special Summon a Brick from your hand that's just chilling there, not doing anything. Um, so these will push you further if you want to play additional cards like these. They also are in the correct attributes for like a Chaos deck. Floor Synchron is light and Necro Synchron is dark. Um, and tuning right. is just a you know grab bag full of different tuners that you could get. I would like to go out and disagree with Steampunk here for a little bit. I think while Necro Synchron and Flare Synchron are definitely targets, um, I would argue that the best target for Centaur Mina, if you're forced to summon a card out of your hand, would be something like Plague Spreader Zombie, where so, it's a card that you'd want to play in your deck already because you're milling five cards to the graveyard, and you really don't want to see him in your hand. You want to see him in the graveyard, and going from field to graveyard is a lot easier than going from hand to graveyard. So Plague Spreader Zombie is in a league of his own. He's a, He's been at three forever now, and like throw you want to throw him in the graveyard. You want to just get him there as soon as possible. So I could absolutely see you playing one or multiple plague spiders because drawing him isn't so bad when you realize that Centarmina can summon it from your hand, and you're just like, man, I don't need to summon this noble knight back from my graveyard and like trigger its effect, and I, you know, have another choke point in that way where you could just summon plague spread out your hand, make the chaos war, get plague spreader in the graveyard, and additionally mill five cards. So it's basically drawing two cards with chaos ruler. Yeah. Another level two tuner you might want to play is the red time reaver emitter or emitter emitter. The weird dark spirit that people search off of diviner. Uh, it lets you Book of Moon, two monsters, one on each uh, field to special summon it back. Now, that's a really bad way to summon something back. If you're playing this, you might as well be maxing out on Plague Spreader uh, before you even consider this card. But it is a Dark Fairy. There's a lot of niche cases where that might be, you know, uh, applicable, uh, just not in, like, a general sense. So it's not the best. Yeah. Uh it's certainly, um, I'm trying to think of the right word here, and maybe you can help me out here. Situation reliant? There you go. Very situational. I, it's... And don't get me wrong, there are situations where shit like that can come up, but um, we're trying to be as not bad as possible here, and um, some could already argue that us playing Chaos Ruler Turbo is not as good as other decks, so let's uh, let's cut back on the bad ideas for a second well, here. Well, let me continue with my bad ideas. Oh, God. So, okay. I, I know you don't like Necrosynchron, but I like him because making your big lady, your baroness... Uh, or, you know, the Harpy Synchro if you want to play it. Start a Charge Warrior to draw a card. Uh, it triggers his effect that lets you summon a level 1 plant from your deck. Now, Glow Up Bulb is banned. Big sad. Absolutely. But there are definitely better... Not better. Uh, more options than Glow Up Bulb. So, we have Glow Up Bulb's best friend, Spore. 
and Spore makes Hulk. Spore comes back if you play like a plant monster um, in your main deck or extra deck. And it's just an overall good extender. You get a super rare version of him. It'll look great. Copy Plant. Copy Plant copies the level of a plant monster. So if you want to play a plant synchro or something to copy, uh, like Splendid Rose. Splendid Rose is a level 6 who will trigger a Necro Synchron's effect and it'll be a target for a copy plant. So they'll both be level 6s so you can make something like uh, Ultimaid Zulkin and make a Crystal Wing if you so choose. But that requires a whole bunch of other cards, a card to set to trigger Zulkin and actually playing Splendid Rose. Okay, uh, so, but I'm actually all about that Ultimaya Tolkien. Zulkin is the thing. He's my, he's my man. He's been my man. And you could, but, you could use him yeah. to summon, like say, uh, Scarlight Red Dragon Archfiend and make Abyss. There's plenty. There's plenty of options in this deck. There's no, there's no uh, restraint because you're not locked into anything. You can summon whatever you want off that Zulkin. That's a level seven or eight Dragon Synchro. It's true. Um, so copy plant is definitely a cool option. You can synchro. You can use necro synchron to synchro with a chaos dragon, a chaos valkyria. After you've already thrown everything you want in the graveyard, um, chaos valkyria even better because all of your combo starters are light monsters, and chaos valkyria doesn't care what kind she banishes. The last one, and considerably probably the worst one, is uh, which of the blood rose. This is a plant monster. It's also light, so that's a good type or attribute. Um, and one hundred percent is the worst one, by the way. Yeah, and you can lone fire her off to search a witch of the blood rose or witch of the black rose, and immediately normal summon it. So, witch of the black rose is a level four tuner monster, and that's all that really matters. Uh, witch of the blood rose also stacks a level three or lower plant onto your deck, so you're playing more bricks quote-unquote because you won't be triggering which of the black roses effect that often because you'll be synchroing with necro synchron now i like this because which of the black rose is a level four tuner and can make baroness off of like a level six uh, off of the level six you just made with necro synchron you know making that splendid rose <laughs> or start as charge warrior you draw a card get a uh, summon make baroness it's really cool and of course this comes in ultimate rare so you know you can play ultimate rare I'm but all about the shiny cardboard. It is the worst one because I think for Blood Rose's effect, you have to search it and then normal summon it. Uh, yeah. The, uh, you can add one to your hand, and if you do place and then immediately after this effect, resolve normal summon. So if you draw the one of which of the Black Rose, you can't normal summon it. And if you're playing multiples, that's just. You just, you just play the Zulkin thing. <laughs> Probably. So with the with the cavalcade of bad level one plant tuners, and of course it summons any level one plant from the deck. But I don't want to talk about Necrofleur or any of that other stuff because we are synchro climbing. There's nothing we don't we care about right now except climbing into big synchro monsters, and we do that with the best extenders. So what can we search? off of our noble knight shield bearer if we already have our horse there's plenty of other wind beast monsters that aren't sapphire pegasus that definitely can extend us uh further into our combo starting with the worst one white steed of the floral knights this is essentially a red warg for this deck if you control a level two 
or lower monster. You can special summon it from your hand in defense mode. It also acts as a Necrogardna, but it destroys the monster that's being targeted for the attack. Um, or well, you can, not, just, you can just target a card you control and destroy it and negate the attack. So it's a worse Necrogardna. Um, yeah, I don't think uh, playing him is very good. It's already situational in itself that you need a level 2 or lower monster on the field. But you know what's not situational? Dinotherium. No. We, he, can sit, he can sit this one out. It's time to talk about Red-Haired Hasty Horse. That one, that one is my man, so, and we have had many disagreements on this. So, red-haired hasty horse can be special summoned into a column with no cards in it, and if a card is placed into its column, he blows himself up, uh, and he can attack directly. But we're not going to really be attacking directly with him, unless we're in time, of course. Okay, uh, but you're not going to put anything in a column. Uh, with him because you don't want to blow up your own man. And his condition for special summoning himself is surprisingly easy. Uh, There's not a lot of decks that will flood an entire field um, in a single turn. Even decks like Dragon Link usually have a monster zone open at the end. Especially if you have hand traps and were able to prevent them from going completely off um and whenever it's your first turn if you are going first he's just free there's there's never a chance that you'd not have not be able to summon him and from there you can just climb into whatever you want link synchro what have you so one of the downsides I have, uh, one of the gripes I have about this card is its level. Its level is 5, and that really doesn't uh, match well with uh, the Synchro Suite that we want. That doesn't so really matter if you're playing Link Monsters. I, as, as a big, big fan of Link Monsters, um, I think that um, even if it's just helping you get to like a... Uh, and I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, uh, Anaconda to make Dragoon, it's still worthwhile. Imagine a situation where your um, Floral Knight horse gets negated. You still have, assuming you have a single... um, Shield bearer. A single single shield bearer can get to either him or Dinotherium and make your Anaconda. And from there, you at least get a field of Dragoon Anaconda. Which, depending on who you're playing against, is enough. It's de- it really depends on what you're playing against. Is it enough for Dragon, uh, Dragon Link? No. It's, it's never enough for Dragon Link. Nothing, a, nothing is ever a, enough. No. A good point to this card's level is if you were playing Necro Synchron, it does line up well with your level 1 plant tuners because it can make a level 6, so say that Splendid Rose that you didn't make, you made Charge Warrior instead. Or if you want to play like Coral Dragon and make Zulkin that way and draw a card, that would be fantastic. Um, and if it's not, if you didn't go first, you could pop a card with it and make Zulkin. So this card does have a lot of potential um, making Zulkin, making Link Monsters... Uh, one of the worst versions of this card is Dinotherium. Dinotherium was played 
way back in the day, and most recently in Ad Emancipator, you can special summon it from your hand, and your opponent can special summon a, car, a monster from their graveyard. It's a level 4 Gilasars that you can search with Shield Bearer. It's not the greatest. It's only really good turn 1. And if, even then, it's only good turn 1 in a situation where your opponent hasn't already hand-trapped you. It It becomes less good the second that happens. And I know we'll have some people say, oh, but they're just getting an Ash Blossom back. What, what's the worst that could happen with ash, a single Ash Blossom? Ash. It's like Ash Blossom's a tuner. Yeah. They will halk you. They will use that to halk you. Don't, don't even think they won't. So uh, a counterpoint to that is that if you're just going to, like, if they hand trap you, you just make Dragoon and pop the Ash Blossom. Um, so it kind of turns off Imperm, so it save it make it keeps your Anaconda safe if they Ash Blossom or Valor or whatever your horse. So that is a point to Dinotherium. And but you could use the horse I'll, I'll, instead. I'll concede that. I'll, I'll concede that. It really just depends on the situation. Yeah, and you, you find yourself in. And what did we say about that stupid fairy? If it's situationally good, it's probably not the best. So one of the situationally good cards that I like for this position is Hoppier Squadron. Hoppier Squadron is a level two Wind Beast tuner, and during your opponent's turn, you can target a card you control, special summon it, uh, special summon the Hoppier Squadron, and immediately synchro summon. So this is good for using up, uh, like, if you have a Chaos Ruler just sitting there after he's been brought back, you can make another Baroness or what have you. So it's a neat little interruption. You can make plenty of different things like a Savage Dragon or, you know, whatever you want during your opponent's turn. Uh, but your levels do have to line up. And that's something I like about Dinotherium because it's a level 4. You can make a level 6 with, like, Necrosynchron or... Uh, you know, your Plague Spreader Zombie and make Coral Dragon, you know, go up into that Sulkin or something like that. Uh, go up into your level 8, even, your Chaos Ruler. Uh, so I really like Hopier Squadron. It's a good gotcha card because no one ever really expects it or know what, knows what it does. So that's that's one of my picks to uh, search off of Shield Bearer. Also, and I think I would, I, I would agree with you on Hopier Squadron. It's not perfect but it can create a lot of gotcha moments and in a situation that we're talking about unless this becomes a super well-known meta strategy which it might you know um summoning chaos ruler is strong he's a very very good card um so if it if it takes off and becomes a meta thing and however long it takes for us to get it in the good old tcg um any sort of unknown like Hoppier Squadron will act as a surprise factor and could give you the edge Addition at any point. Additionally, depending on when your opponent stops your combo, if they stop it, if they stop it at the Centaur Mina part and you haven't used Shield Bearer to search, or if you hard drew Hoppier Squadron, you can just make Chaos Ruler on your opponent's turn and it does the same thing and just acts as a 3k you know, wall. Uh, if your opponent tries to OTK through it, you know, that's just the breaks. But milling five cards during your opponent's turn and having access, uh, you know, it gives your opponent a lot of pressure. 
because then they don't know like what you're how you're going to be able to break their board or whatever because you have all this fuel in your graveyard and again making baroness during your opponent's turn is pretty cool too not gonna lie so your favorite strategy to mix with all these cards that we've talked about these uh hasty horses and necrosynchrons and plague spreader zombies you've been trying out nemeses uh that's that's more just me being bad it could work but it's it's more me being bad than anything uh look well, I'll, I'll, I'll i'll run i'll run through all the synergies right so you have uh shield bearer which banishes itself to start your combo that immediately makes any of your ne- uh, small nemeses live and if it's a nemeses flag then it goes from being one nemesis to multiple nemesis, And then you just are able to use them to link climb uh, very effectively. So you would do your full combo, get your Chaos Ruler, send a bunch of things to the graveyard, and then from there um, be able to then return your Shield Bearer, summon it, summon a nemesis, and just keep going. Important to note... Both Ishados and Protos, the Arc Nemeses, or the Nemeses big uh, boss monsters, um, are super underrated, and I will die on this hill. Uh, the ability to prevent your opponent from summoning certain attri- uh, uh, a declared attribute or a declared type um, is absurd. In, in really any in, in any meta, but in this meta especially, uh, Protos is a dark, so you can call dark with him on the field. He won't die because of his effect. Uh, and then, say you're playing against, like, Dragon Link, they can't summon darks. They're screwed. Um, same for uh, Ishatos, can call Dragon and accomplish a similar enough result. Um... Uh, Protoss can call light and hurt Eldlich quite a bit. A, um, a thing to note about Nemesis Flag is that it's level 2, so if you don't have that uh, Noble Knight in your hand and you have Centaur Mina, you can still special summon Nemesis Flag and search for it's a true. Nemesis. And then, you, and then you can go into your Link combos that you're really probably wanting to do because... Nemeses don't have any other game plans other than Link and summon the Arch Nemeses. And since there's no plef- uh, there's no shortage of bad Link monsters, it doesn't really matter too much. But uh, it's just worth it's just something worth mentioning. And there are plenty of uh, additional synergies with them, like you know the uh, the water nemesis being able to recycle one from your graveyard to your hand if you throw it to the gra- if you throw one to the graveyard with chaos ruler there's plenty of stuff uh, in the nemesis deck that you want to throw to your graveyard with chaos ruler so it's pretty much you know auto include you're making chaos ruler in the nemesis deck so why not just make it th- that much easier yeah uh, it's also worth mentioning that if you're in a deck like this that's playing a whole bunch of Link monsters and Link climbing a whole lot, the one-card level 8 play isn't 
restricted to Chaos Ruler. You can also play cards like Savage Dragon is incredibly popular. Um, Berserker, Tenny Berserker was popular for a little bit. Um, Cards like that. Level 8s are... Level 8 synchros are never bad. Especially currently when we have things like Savage Dragon and Chaos Ruler running around. You have options. um, And having options and being able to flex into different options is never a bad thing. Especially with the ability to climb up so high uh, on the synchro ladder with a deck like this. Like level eight synchros are really good. Scarlet Red Dragon gives you, or Scarlet Scarlet Red Dragon being a dark dragon and his evolution quote unquote evolution line requiring a dragon dark dragon synchro, you know, Chaos Ruler or Boral Load or whatever you want fits neatly into that role and this just makes it so much easier to access. So speaking of Red Dragon, one of the easiest ways we've been making level eight synchros, but Dark Dragon restricted is Resonators. Resonators have a ton of ways to search them. Um, Two good spell cards that searches materials for them and them themselves. So we talked about the Floral Horse being a Red Warg. Now Red Warg is a whole lot worse than the Floral Horse because you have to normal summon a Resonator monster. But the recent Resonator support has been really good so we might be able to throw out Red Warg and just play the Resonators. Like, Crimson Resonator gets you two guys. He also locks you, though, and so I'm not he sure. He locks you into Dark Dragons. Um, now, if you want to go that route to make, like, Abyss and Bane, uh, or, you know, the the Tyrant, Tyrant Red Dragon Archfiend, or whatever, this is definitely a, a, a good route. You just have to, is it the rest of the turn? I th- I don't believe it is, and I think that's the reason why I don't like it. Um, I could be wrong. Uh, I, I, the turn, I have the turn you activate this effect, so you do. Then, so getting the additional two monsters would require you to not go into the Centaur Mina combo, which isn't the worst thing, but it's probably not the thing you want to be doing. So Crimson Resonator might not be an optimal pick, but the other two definitely are. The Synchron Resonator. Being, uh, if you control a level eight or higher synchro monster, you can special summon it from your hand. Just you know, extends you further. Uh, same with Red Nova and uh, well, that was that was Creation Resonator, Synchron Resonator, special summons itself. Uh, if you uh, have a synchro monster on the field, and Red Nova, I think special summons if you have a Dragon Synchro. So both Red Nova and Synchron Resonator put you into range to make Abyss, and that is a negate. We do want things like that. Um, and, you know, uh, Abyss is a good card. Dragon Link, play it, you know. So. Everyone, everyone back in the days of my boy Guard Dragon. Agrapain. Uh, Agrapain paid it. Every, everyone did that. The problem with Red Nova is that it's a fire. Um, it is a fairy. So if you're playing that stupid fairy in like a fairy synergy, you know you could definitely do that. Uh, but Red Nova being a secret rare versus Synchron Resonator being a common might make your deck look better. But Synchron Resonator is the optimal choice here because it is a dark, and it just throws another dark monster in your graveyard for whatever you want to do. You know, throw whatever monsters you want into the graveyard. 
Um, so Crimson Resonator, unless you're playing Red Rising Dragon and a line with that, in addition to your Centarmina line, isn't the best. No, it's not. But So level 1 non-tuners. Brotar is a card we want in the graveyard. Uh, it's a Small dragon, and it searches a ton of things. Now, playing, uh, playing additionally with Brotar, we can play... Uh, Arriving Miracle and the new Majestic Dragon. And Arriving Miracle, when a Synchro Monster Summon, you draw a card, uh, or you can and you can put a level one tuner from your hand on top of your deck. And that gives you access to things like Stardust Synchro Monsters, which will trigger Necro Synchron because Stardust is a wind. So you can go into Majestic Dragon that much more easy, you know, that much more easier. Special Summoning Spore or Copy Plant or which of the blood rose and then getting a level one non-tuner to make your majestic dragon or shooting star dragon. You can make formula with those two and draw a card and then make shooting star dragon. So arriving miracle and the majestic dragon are definitely things to look into um, just because of their level and their attribute because they line up so well with the necrosynchron plays. Past that, we talked about Eldritch already. Milling five you know, Eldritch things isn't might not be the best, might not be the worst, but it does get Eldritch in the graveyard or your hand, where you know one of the two places you want him to be. Eldritch is great um, for removal. Uh, Curse Eldritch is a really good search card. Gives you free fodder for whatever you want. Um, the only thing I have to add is that. Uh... When we were prepping for this episode, we ran through a lot of different things that we wanted to do, uh, we wanted to talk about, and uh, I think we actually let something slip under our nose that we completely shouldn't have let slip under our nose. What's that? Why why haven't we talked about shadows in summoning this as, as an honest question? So, Shadow's only other normal summon that they like playing is um, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Invoker Alistair. So um, the issue I have with Shadow's and making Chaos Ruler is that Shadow like to play Nadir Servant and things like that. Uh, and Chaos Ruler kind of doesn't line up well with those cards. Sure it, it does. You just, you just play Nadir Servant after you've done all that. Well, not exactly. You want to be able to throw your shadows in the graveyard, sure, but you're not playing a exuberant amount of them. You want to be able to keep your shadow fusions alive and stuff like that. You do want to get Schism, and you know, milling Schism is fine because you can add it back with Apcolone. But playing Centarmina and playing these uh, Floral Knights and Noble Knights don't really benefit the shadows aside from like triggering them, which are gonna be trying to do anyway look man we played way back when uh curry bandit and shadows i don't want to hear about this not i don't want to hear this nonsense you don't want to trigger shadows well i'm not saying we don't want to trigger shadows i'm saying we don't play an exuberant number like we did yeah i understand that um, um and i'm i'm gonna take this and test it more but y- y- you're making sense um and i hate it when you do that 
the 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 uh, best part is going second and being able to throw a noble, one of the noble knights in your graveyard because it is a light for a construct. Not being able to play bad light monsters for construct like sending one of your ecclesias or a trick clown to the graveyard for construct is definitely very good and sending trick clown off chaos roar is really good as well um, well let's, so let's it, be real here we, we were we were always sending uh damage juggler damage juggler we, we um, were always sending damage juggler uh, and those those could be used for like cross shape combos and stuff like that but i think Shadal has moved past those things uh, in the current metagame, so that's why it's not too optimal. I think you're probably right. Now, can you build a deck that just sends Squamata, Beast, Wendy, and Falco to the graveyard, just throws them out with a Chaos Roar? Sure, that sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like a lot of card advantage. But the problem with that is you're playing multiple Shadals and you don't want to draw them. Uh, Shadals are kind of bricks, honestly. Yeah, that's a fair assessment. They are the brickiest boys in the lot, um, unless you have a fusion spell. But that, I mean, that's asking a lot at times. So uh, that's that's fair. Um, and a big problem with this is that we're talking a whole bunch of theory, and we have basically been talking a whole bunch of theory for the last hour. Um, and so, uh, we originally intended on this being about an hour, uh, fun fact for all you guys, but we also intended on playing, uh, playing some games and showing, like, the capabilities of that, so we might have to, um, reevaluate some plans here, uh, well, there's only one more thing I need to mention before we can get to gameplay. All right, let's hear it. You were talking about Shadals, and I yes. mentioned how we don't want to draw them. What are some other cards that you can think of that we don't want to draw, but we want to send so badly off Chaos Ruler? If your answer was Wolf the Light Swarm Beast, you're absolutely correct. So Wolf and Felice are both awful but I always draw wolf. They That's are my, that is my curse. They are always so good when you mill them. They are the most feel good moment. They're one of the most feel good moments. Milling wolf or Felice. But you don't want to draw them. That's kind of how I feel like the Shadals are. Like I'm gonna max out on Wolf because I want to throw it in the graveyard. Like I'd want to max out on Squamato or Beast or Wendy to throw it in the graveyard. But then I'm gonna draw it, and then I'm just gonna look at it and be like, why couldn't you be anything else? You could play Recharge and Charge, and then you're just playing like a Light Sworn pile. And I think there are easier ways to make Chaos Ruler in that than just by the deck that you're playing, because you can like randomly Mill Wolf and summon Raiden and make a Chaos Ruler that way. Uh, I also don't think Light Sworn cares about its extra deck as much, so it can afford to play like maybe the Rocket Tracer stuff. I don't know. It could play the Floral Knights, like, but it's just kind of playing more spell cards than you might want to play so i don't know that's up for debate all i know is wolf and fleece are awful cards that you never really want to mill off chaos ruler because it gives you just as much likely chance to draw them i i don't like uh i don't like wolf i don't like phallus uh, or felice or however you say it um i have the uncanny ability to always see multiples in my opening hand without fail 
every time, all of the time. If I'm running three, I always see it. If I'm running one, I always see it. I just always see it. I get it's free 99. I don't care. Please, please don't make me play that card. Either of them. I don't, I don't want it. And this will be the end of our podcast. And until next time. We're the Eliminators.